How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yes, indeed, and welcome back to DraftFest. Live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. Deuce McAllister. Mike Dettelier, Christian Garrick here as round four is well underway. We'll recap the latest picks. Brandon Smith, linebacker from Penn State, selected by the Carolina Panthers. Jack Jones, that's just an appropriate name for Jack, I mean for the Patriots. Jack Jones going to New England with a 16th pick in round four. The Las Vegas Raiders taking Zamir White, running back out of Georgia, with the latest selection. The Saints do not have a fourth-round pick as it stands right now. They have a fifth-round pick a little later on this afternoon. Man, Samir White. That's that's probably a little disappointing for him to yeah. be a fourth rounder. I mean, when you look at his his highlight, I mean, a lot of people were comparing him to uh, oh, what's the backup at uh, Cleveland? He's Chubb? just Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I mean, a lot, from high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. From, yeah. From high school. I mean, because Zamir White. His nickname, yeah, Zeus, 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 yeah, Zeus. I mean, and 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 so that's how they wanted uh, him to perform, and for him to be kind of a fourth round, and you got you kind of get beat out by your own teammate, by uh, Cook, Cook. You know, as far as draft draft wise, and I don't know if they really had a one bell cow, even though they won uh, the championship this year, as far as just pure running back at Georgia. But you know, he's a talented player, but to go fourth round, that's probably not where he was projected when you look at it from high school to being drafted now. Haas just said, he just walked in, the voice of the Saints, Mike Haas just walked in. He said his nickname is, is Zeus. It's not. It's Moose. Well, Moose, Zeus. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it all goes, in the same yeah, area. It goes, it goes together. <laughs> yeah. But, man, just think of that. Uh, and those linemen haven't been picked yet from Georgia. No. Uh, no those yeah, couple of yeah, big yeah, linemen. Yeah, that, man, it, and it, it's almost like an 18-wheeler when it makes that turn. Man, all of those guys look the same, Deuce. I mean, they got a butt on them <laughs> about wide. as wide as wide. could be. And, man, if you're a running back and, man, you standing that guy up, yeah, uh, they, they would just beat You saw what they did against Alabama late. They were like, man, this ain't working. We're just going to beat up on them. We, we, and we they pounded people, them. People, people movers. Another running back just coming off the board to the Los Angeles Chargers, Isaiah Spiller mm-hmm. out of Texas A&M. He's another guy. Boy, two years ago. 
uh, during the pandemic year. He was as good as you'd find in the SEC. Now, last year, I thought he got a little heavy, and that offensive line wasn't the same. Well, and I, I, I'm surprised by him as well, I mean, because I thought that he would test better. He didn't test well. He did, he did not test well. I mean, so his, his, his testing and, and tape, they didn't match. Nope. All right, we'll be back here on Draft Fest Live from Rouse's Markets on Airline Drive at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. We'll send it over to our newsroom now. Back here on Draft Fest Live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders up to $35 or more. We just saw Cade York come off the board, LSU kicker. Man. Uh, Kay's my guy, um, best place kicker I have ever seen at LSU. Man, he's as cool as the other side of the pillar. I mean, <laughs> uh, man, I've heard some stories from Greg McMahon telling me stuff about Cade. You know, he's just as calm a guy looking like, you know, the bus is fixing to pick him up, bring him to the beach uh, on money kicks. Against Florida, they had to tell him, hey, Cade, uh, it's time for you to get out there and finish it. You couldn't even see the goalpost. Yeah. Cade was like, okay, I got it. And he hit that sucker. I don't know because he's changed his story a little bit about I didn't see it. I saw a little bit of it. I think he saw a bit of it when he kicked it. I don't know if he actually saw it when it crossed because the fog was so thick you couldn't see it. All he saw was the referee threw his hands up. But, man, Cleveland got himself a dude that can kick and – he really was helped by what happened last year with Evan McPherson, mm-hmm. Florida a kicker who went to Cincinnati, and he's another cool dude. Okay, how many kickers, they don't go to the locker room uh, during the Super Bowl. Well, they're just going to hang out. Yeah, I'm going to just hang out, and I'm, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl uh, festivities here. So, so he, he's the first specialist that has been. First captured. specialist. Yeah, so, so he's the first specialist. And then the other one that I want to see is the punter. Uh, I think a, it's. Aruzo? Uh, Aruzo from, is it San Diego State? Or Arizona San, State. No, 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 that's not him. That's not the guy? No, no, that's, that's not the. He's a West Coast guy. Yeah, he sure is. He's a West Coast guy. but He uh, was the only guy sort of. That put on that show at the combine. Yeah, yeah. That man, I'm gonna show you. I can run as fast as any of these running. <laughs> now, come on, he was competitive. Man, he was calling out receivers. Man, you slow. Uh, four six forty yard dash. He's a punter. <laughs> yeah, a punter. yeah, a punter. A punter. Now he has place kicked. Yeah, he so, has place kicked before. So here's the thing, also <laughs> with 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 Cade, uh, and just we most Saints fans remember it was uh, Zane Gonzalez, right? That yep. that was with the Saints, but. He was originally with Cleveland as yes, well, he was. and he got hurt, and he didn't kind of tell the coaches uh, that he was hurt in the pregame, and they missed some up, field goals he, and extra points. He missed some field goals and extra point, and they end up releasing. And yeah, he, he was dealing with a growing injury. I think. Yeah, it was. it's Matt Matt Aruze Matt from, Aruze. Sa- from San Diego State. Yeah, now, that's him. That's him. I, I want to see how far Ryan Wright from Tulane lasts. Man, that dude can kick too. He, he he's a big guy. He's a farmer high school quarterback, but, man, I, I stood up next to him. I guarantee you, he's close to 6'3". Now, he told me he was 230 pounds, and I wow. told him he couldn't have eaten because <laughs> he looked to me like a 240-pound kicker. Wow. Uh, he's a big, big kicker, and the Raiders have just picked Neil Farrell there Jr. from LSU, and that was a guy I, I thought would go late third, early fourth. Man, I'm, I'm so thrilled for Neil. He came back, and Deuce, I think he That's made the right decision yep. 
to come back and play another season. Um, he's worked out in the offseason uh, with Pete Jenkins along with Sam Williams, mm-hmm. uh, a guy from Ole Miss, got and back, Phil Mathis. Yeah, got picked by Dallas uh, second round, and I, th- I think that's a good place for Neil when you look at it with a new coaching regime as well as a new GM. And I want to get your take, Mike. Uh, what, what do you feel? The Raiders did not pick up the fifth year option oh. of any of their three first rounders uh, that were going that are going into the last year. That that told you they say, man, what Mike Mayock and John Gruden were doing here, y'all were sorry. I ain't picking up that option on any of they, them. They we doing our own three deal. First rounders that they are telling you got to prove it. You got to prove it before we pick up your fifth year option. We're not picking it up. We're not picking it up. That that deadline is basically uh, tomorrow, May, yeah. May, well, May, May 1st. But Mike. they've made it official they're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they told them ahead of time. I mean, they told them uh, a lot is going on. Uh, we're not picking up that fifth-year option, so you're going into the last year of a contract, and if you can't prove that you're worth an extension, they won't automatically get it. Mike, I remember when they picked um, Farrell right out of, Clem- out of Clemson out of at Clemson. number four. And, and Mike was highly critical of it. Man, I, I, he was a reach. No, there was no way he should have been picked that high. He was a reach. That was that was a John Gruden, but I'm going to throw Mike Mayock under the bus pick. You know, oh, Mike really liked him. And come on, that was Gruden that fell in love uh, with it. Well, you had him, you had Jacobs, and you had uh, Abram, the safety from Mississippi State. Now, Abram can play. I, I just, man, Gotta I worry up. about his health. Gotta Max Crosby's a better a better player than Farrell. Well, he, he's gotten paid. Yeah. yeah Ma- Ma- Max done cashed in already. Yeah, he, he's gotten paid. That's a great story. A lot of, I mean, him and Darren Waller both, um, you know, fighting through addiction. Yeah. Right? Yep. And they, they got themselves clean, and, man, it's just great stories. Well, there's a rumor out that Darren Waller was on the trading block, and that was Green Bay that Ooh, was kind of pushing that rumor. No, they were pushing it yeah. to, to calm yeah. T-Boy's nerves. Yeah, and so here, <laughs> here's the deal. he I think he has two years left on his deal, Darren Waller. He is vastly underpaid right $7 now. $7 million. Yes, yeah, right now he, he is vastly underpaid. Man. But I think that if he goes out and does what he is supposed to do, he'll get a contract extension during the year. I think that they will reward him, even though he has two years on his deal. He's still, uh, he's still open against the Saints yeah, right now. Yeah, he's, still he's still wide open. He's still making catches. Was it two years ago? Two years yeah. ago. He's Deuce, still wide open. They couldn't open. cover him, dude. Think about the time, cover the time frame that you've done Saints games. Has there ever been a more dominant player in a game than Darren Waller? No matter what they did. He, he got open. You know, it was unbelievable. No matter who they put on him, they bracketed him, they double-covered him, he got open. He was still able to get open, and, and here's the problem. We knew he was the only one. It couldn't, couldn't and, matter. And, 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 and we could not stop him. Now, I remember Bobby and I being extremely frustrated. I'm sure you were calling it going, they don't have an answer. They just can't have an answer. We talked about jamming. We talked just like Mike talked about, let's high-low him. You know, let's try to get some redirect or something. Didn't matter. Uh, and they, they've shown some highlights of Neil Farrell. And one of the things that pops out for me, he was always known as the run stuffer and always will be. That, that's his forte. But last year, and uh, Coach O told me this, man, what he developed was a series of counter moves yeah. to be a better pass rusher. And it's not that he's getting sacks, but he's blowing up that launch pad. That that quarterback can't step up in the pocket. He's taking that away, and so that guy's got to either go sideways or backwards. And he's like, you know, we got enough fast guys, we can catch them. Now they did catch everybody, but Nick's 
you know, because Nix was all over right. the board on right. him. But that's where really he improved. And a guy I really like, the Ravens have just picked Charlie Toller, uh, the, the tight end from Iowa State. And Kohler has played in that two-tight end system. Deuce, how long have they run at that at Iowa State? Well, forever. Forever and ever and ever. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, for the Ravens to pick him, that's exactly what they want to do because that's what they're going to live yep. in 12 as well. All right, we'll step away and come back. It's Draft Fest here on WWL, live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's Shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. This is Saints Radio. Back here at WWL Draft Fest from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's Shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. The latest picks, Jake Ferguson, tight end out of Wisconsin, going to the Dallas Cowboys. And the Baltimore Ravens fellows are on the clock. And, men, every time they pick, every time they've picked today, it just seems like, yep, they're, 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 they're landing another one. Man. And that's been their they, – they've been a historically great drafting team going back to Ozzie Newsom. <clears throat> when Ozzie ran it and he surrounded himself with some really great scouts too, uh, Daniel Jeremiah would tell me stories about how – you know, specifically, would he? You had sort of a blueprint of the type player he wanted, and that's what you were going to get. And um, they have stuck pretty much to that. Made a few little adjustments here and there, but man, uh, you look over the last twenty years. I don't think Deuce anybody has drafted as well as would the Ravens have. And then they've just picked uh, the specialist, Jordan Stout, uh, the punter. Who took over for Gillikin? Yep. You know, he yep. was the guy that uh, Gillikin sort of kicked out uh, because when he came in as a freshman, everybody thought he was going to be the guy. And um, great hang time on, on Stout. He does a fantastic job of that. And guess what? That's what Gillikin does, too. And, oh, by the way, what's Coach Harbaugh? He, he started special as a special guy. Yeah, he's a special, right? special, special, special team guy. Teams guy. What, what, what so he can draft him. <laughs> well, he, he can draft him. He has a talent for eye. I mean, he has that eye for that type of talent. And what's interesting is he's an East Coast guy as well. So he's been kicking on the East Coast. So it's Bad not, weather. Yeah, bad weather. So it's not going to be a shock when it's cold and, you know, hard ball. And he's got to still be able to place it uh, from a kicking standpoint. And, and, and just looking at Baltimore overall, <laughs> it, it, it starts with them. In the trenches. Yep. It starts with them in the trenches, and, you know, um, they feel a lot of their needs via offense, via free agency, skill. Now, they'll still draft, you know, even Hollywood, and uh, they, they drafted, what was it, Bateman, uh, the receiver from uh, Minnesota. Soda. Yeah, last year. Who was hurt most of the year. Correct, correct. And then, you know, you, you, you were able to draft a tight end a couple years as far as first round, but mainly – they are going to fulfill their needs via the draft with D lineman and offensive lineman. Did you see Lamar Jackson's tweet when they traded Hollywood Brown? Yeah, not a happy guy. Uh, not a happy guy. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're gonna make paying, him happy. They're, if they're they about pay paying him. about forty-five million a year. <laughs> He'll he'll, yeah. he'll 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 be all right. He'll get over that. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll get over. His, I mean, what else does he have <laughs> on that offense? Well, it's Bateman. It's Bateman and the tight end. And Andrews. And, yeah, Andrews. Andrews is tight end and, and Bateman. And I mean, they'll fill it in with some slot guys that can help. But that that, that those are the weapons. And so here, here here's what it came down to, Lamar. If we pay you, how are we gonna, gonna pay both of y'all? How how are we gonna pay Hollywood Brown next year? Yeah. So it can't, it, it, it's basically a money situation. Okay, uh, I'll explain it real simple to you, Christian. 
in essence, to keep Kyler Murray happy. Yep. You go get Marquise Brown. Okay, you took that fifth-year option. You're going to pay him. Mm-hmm. Kyler's going to get paid. Everybody's happy. Lamar's going to get paid, and they'll find him a receiver next year, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be happy. Uh, well, it, you can still go out and get Jarvis Landry. Well, you can go get Jarvis Landry, but but he he's not going to take like long term. He's not Mar- going to be Marquise, able to, yeah, because Marquise, you know what Marquise can do. Sure. Taking the top off, he's just he's going to haul tail downfield and and hit that chalk. And so uh, uh, I see the Titans just pick uh, another thumper running back in uh, Hassan Haskins. If you watch that. Michigan Ohio State game, man, Haskins just pounded them to death. Uh, he was a third-team All-American, All-Big Ten guy, not the fastest guy around, but the Titans, uh, you know, they don't have a lot of super-speed guys on that roster. But he fits what they do offensively, and if Derek goes down for any length of time, they've got a Haskins thumper. can fill in. Yeah, they've got a thumper that can fill in. Mike Vrabel has built that team exactly to his personality. Yeah. Well, John, you know, I think about it, and I tell this story all the time. He he started out his coaching career at Nickel State, John Robinson, the general manager. And uh, never forget the day he calls me and says, hey, listen, I got another job. And I thought it was a coaching job because he was the linebacker's coach, J-Rob, at Nichols. And he says, no, I'm going scout for the Patriots, a regional scout. He was an SEC scout. And then, man, he's worked his way up, went to Tampa Bay, and now as the GM uh, with the uh, Tennessee Titans. And uh, uh, we had a conversation a little over a month ago about paying wide receivers. And, uh, man, uh, they just didn't make it. much of an offer to A.J. Could, Deuce, could, could, couldn't bite it. Deuce and Mike, this is the part of the draft where your regional scouts are standing on tables for guys, right? And, and these GMs and coaches are leaning on some of these scouts big time. Now, and especially once you get past this round. I, th- I think it's more fifth round. Okay. It's, I, from there on, that direction. man, uh, that's when, come on, Coach Payton used to say it all the time. <laughs> hey, Mike, I know the top 100 players. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, I got to rely on my director of college scouting, my uh, scouting guys to tell me what fits what we do. And Sean was always sort of specific on a position. Correct. Uh, on what he wanted. Correct. And so that, that does play a part into it. Some coaches, they'll just say, okay, any guy, give me somebody here that plays a spot. If it's a tight end, offensive tackle, give me a guy there. And so that's how – it's a little different every place, but we all know Sean had his fingerprints on basically every one of those picks. But really, from one through four, he, he knew them pretty well. The Packers go out and grab Romeo Dubes, wide receiver from Nevada, Aaron Rodgers probably shrugging his shoulders at this man. He's like, who's this dude? (laughs) He's been involved. So now they get him two receivers uh, in this draft. You know, the thought process was, hey, look, we wanted a one. We wanted a number one. And they get him two receivers after the first round. Deuce, wouldn't it make a lot of sense? And and I'm not his agent, but wouldn't it make a lot of sense if you the Packers and you to go to a guy like Jarvis Landry? Because I think for a one-year deal to have Jarvis go to Green Bay, where he could sort of mesh really well with Aaron for that one year, and then we'll see what happens afterwards. But I'm getting you a veteran receiver. I ain't getting you a kid receiver. Yeah, I think the problem is he and Randall Cobb are probably similar. Yeah, very, very similar. And so you, you start to say where, where, the, where, the, where the opportunity is going to come, mm-hmm. where the opportunity is. And if I'm Landry – I'm not signing a one-year deal unless that's all I have. I mean, because 
It may be at this stage what he thinks is best for him. For himself. No, oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, that's, that, that's where he has to be, particularly after you see some of the moves uh, that teams have made as far as via draft this weekend. And he's had some injuries the last couple of years. So he wants those numbers to, to, to pop up Correct. as he's Correct. pushing 30 years old. Correct. Mike Dettelier, Deuce McAllister, I'm Christian Garrick. We're going to continue Draft Fest live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's Shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. We're in the fourth round of Draft Fest here on Saints Radio WWL. Draft Fest back here on WWL live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. I don't know about you fellas, but, man, it's been nice being out and about, obviously, for Draft Fest. We haven't been able to do it for two years. But also, Deuce, you were in Las Vegas, had massive crowds out there. It's great to see uh, people flowing through uh, Rouse's right now. Last night we were at Fat Boys, had a good crowd. Yeah, it was great. First was night great. at Urban South Brewery. I mean, it's just – this is just – it feels normal, and I, I think it's healthy, certainly for my for my um, my mental health, so to speak. I'm glad to be out, to be out. And I, Deuce, what was it like in Las Vegas? <clears throat> Vegas, <laughs> just it was regular Vegas. Um, you know, the thing that I noticed the most was, and and, and Vegas is always uh, a visitor city in a sense. Sure, but just so many Raiders, so many Raiders jerseys. They have really taken on. Um, that city, and, and and there were always a lot, just because it's an easy flight, easy drive from Oakland. But with them moving to Vegas, they have really just taken on the face of that that town. And so, hopefully, they can win uh, a, a few games. And I'm gonna tell you, man, when you look at that that division, mm. look at the quarterbacks in Great that division. Great day in the morning. Look at the quarterbacks That's in difficult. that division. I would not be one bit surprised of all of the division games that they have that probably, what, eight to ten of them are national games as oh. far as uh, Sunday night, Monday night, you know, Thursday night type situation. Yeah, I got the quarterbacks you want to watch. And I got receivers that, that can sort of back all that away. Uh, I'm going to step away from that and just to say this. The Chiefs just picked Joshua Williams, who's the cornerback from Fayetteville State. Wow. And, man, Joshua was a guy – uh, two years ago, I got a call from a guy who's from Louisiana who was on that staff, and he left, and he said, Mike, I got a guy here you got to watch. He's a six-foot-three-plus corner. Wow. And I'm like, what? There's no way he can run that fast. He's like, Mike, he's in the mid-four-fours. He's got a 40-inch vertical. And he plays corner. He plays corner. He's got and hips. He's pretty quick in the hips now. He's pretty quick there. But, man, when he told me he's got a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical, I'm like, wow. Okay, a six-foot-three corner with a 40 vertical. And uh, we, we've seen him. I've watched him in some games. And he needs a little technical work. And he hasn't gone up against top receivers. Right, I mean, right, you know, right, come right. on. At Fayetteville State, you're not seeing that. But, man, the Chiefs see a lot of And he hasn't gone up against top receivers. Right, I mean, right, you know, right, come right. on. At Fayetteville State, you're not seeing that. But, man, the Chiefs see a lot in him. And how many times you get to pick an athlete at that size, with that speed, with that type leaping skills, that you can get up in the air and make a play? Right. I mean, you, you, you talk about Lester Hayes type, you know, <laughs> oh, type, 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 type build right there. But uh, I, 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 need to see him. I need to see him open up. I need to see his hips. I need to see if he can backpedal, open up, and run, you know, change the direction. But, 
you can play. You can play in the NFL even with that size now. Well, I don't know if you're a corner, but there's a place for you on the field. Three specialists have gone in this round. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay selected a few picks ago. Jake Camarda, the punter out of Georgia. I just always remember Sean Payton saying whenever they drafted a punter or a kicker, it was a flip of the coin between him and Mickey as to who's going to go down and explain this to the media. Listen, one of the best trades they ever made, they traded up in – to get Thomas Morstead. Mm-hmm. And, man, we were doing coverage at that time. And I've never seen so much disdain for a pick in my life. <laughs> and people were like, wait a minute. You all traded up uh, to pick a punter from SMU? And so uh, we got think, June Jones. I think that paid off pretty good. That paid off really good. <laughs> uh, we got June. But Taylor Melhoff, they traded up to get him. That didn't work yeah, out that too well. did, that, ah. but. Uh, so that's a 50-50 shot there. <laughs> so we got June Jones to come on, and June made the comment, Mikey's the best punter I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Uh, and I'm talking, listen, June had coached a lot of punters, uh, so to speak, at the not only college rank but also in the NFL. And when June made that comment, I knew one thing, Thomas Morstead could play. Because uh, sometimes it doesn't translate a kicker or a punter from college to the pros. It doesn't translate the, the same way. And you got to have a feel for it. And Greg McMahon told me, Mike, he can play. He's just like what June told you, he can play. The Bengals continue to fortify their offensive line. Cordell Volson, guard out of North Dakota State, going to the Bengals. He's a big horse. Uh, the one thing I do know he knows how to do is run block. And, man, I don't know where they get him, but each year, man, North, North Dakota, Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they recruiting the – I don't want to say this, but like a two-star or less uh, from Minnesota and Iowa and Montana, and those guys are playing in the NFL. That What they do to develop those players is unbelievable. And look how many coaches they've had, Deuce. I think in the last 10 years, what, they've had four different head coaches? Yeah, they have, and uh, they, they, they have a system where they set up where they're just going to win. They have it in place where, you know, regardless of who's the head, we've got a culture here, and uh, we're, we're going to win. Yeah, they've turned out some uh, talent, that's for sure. New England play, Patriots are on the clock right now. Um, we've, Mike, uh, we've talked about this throughout the last couple of days. Deuce, you can jump in here as well. The Patriots sometimes get glorified for drafting well, and they, they really don't if you go back and study their drafts. Because it's Bill. It's Bill wanting to be Bill. I'm going to let you talk, dude, but, yeah, that, I, but I think you go agree. They havenven't drafted really well. I right. mean, they're, they're, their first round, or what is it, uh, Nikhil um, oh, Harry. He's a guy. You could have you you, you picked him up as far as via trade uh, last year, and, and he was a guy that they were saying, hey, look, he's going to be the next great receiver that they have, and that was when they had a chance to get A.J. They had a chance to get – uh, DK and some more, you know, Debo Samuels, all those guys were there. And, and, and they were all there. And I think Harry played it, uh, if I remember correctly, Arizona State. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he, he's he got the bill, but it hadn't clicked for him. And so some other players, they have had more success uh, with free agents, signing some guys and maybe bringing in some guys, um, undrafted guys and having some success than more so just straight hidden on draft picks. Yeah, Deuce, I've never. You don't have 12 to cover that up anymore. You don't have Tom Brady to cover up some of your, your I've, mishaps. I've never seen. Now, I've heard it about guys when somebody makes a pick first, second round. 
People in like those football war rooms are laughing it up. Man, you picked that guy? Well, they're first rounder. But listen, it, it, there's is a video of the Rams. I showed it to Bob last night of Les Need and Sean McVay. Because they didn't have a first round pick. They didn't have a, and they picked that 104. And all of a sudden, it comes out. Oh, Cole Strait and Les Snead trying to be a diplomat. He's like, oh, man, I, man, I'm thrilled for that guy. No, just think of that. Tennessee Chattanooga. Man, what a great pick. From Tennessee Chattanooga, Cole Strange. And Sean McVay says, well, wait a minute. If he's that great, how come we were studying film on him to pick him at 104? You know, with their, and with it's their, like, with their first And it's like, whoa. Not, not in the first round right. because the Rams didn't have any first-round picks, and I don't think they had a second a, either. A second either, so they were going <laughs> to pick him uh, in the third round because they felt Cole, Cole Strange would be there. And here, here, here they are, the Patriots. They moved back a couple times, and they end up picking him in the first round. I have never seen – a coach call out another coach publicly <laughs> like that about a draft choice. Well, when you when you win Super Bowls, you, you get a little leeway and you can walk around with your chest puffed out a little bit and, more. And it, don't take much, a little bit. it don't take much for McVay anyway. Correct. <laughs> he so got about, that personality. We're about five picks away from closing round four and moving into round five. Good. Deuce McCallister. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. We are live at Rouse's. On Airline and Labar, download the Rouse's Shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. Also, reminding you, Slice Pizzeria, 1513 St. Charles Avenue, where everything is made fresh. The dough, the sauce, made fresh to perfection every day. Great quality pizza at reasonable prices. Slice Pizzeria, owned locally by Jim Fight. SliceNola.com. Draft Fest rolls on here on Saints Radio, WWL. Back here on Draft Fest on WWL, live from Rouse's Markets on Airline and Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders of $35 or more. We're about to close out the fourth round, about three picks, four <coughs> picks away. And then it is into the fifth round where the Saints do have a selection. They have a fifth rounder and a sixth rounder. Bob, uh, Bobby Abier will be in a little later on. Deuce McAllister, <laughs> Mike Dettelier. <laughs> you like see what I did there? No, no, there? no. You, you set us all off with that <laughs> a little bit later on. Yeah, okay. Uh, I got it. I anyway. Got it, I got it. Hey, I had to cover my mistakes. Um, yeah. All right, so as we get into the fifth round, what are some, Mike and Deuce, what are some, I guess, things you'd like to see them accomplish, the Saints, in the fifth round? There's always going to be a guy there you say, how the hell did he last this long? Deuce, you've been around that situation. Man, somebody, wait a minute now. Or it's a specific position that you think you have to upgrade. So it's one of the two, but a lot of times you've got to grade that is much higher than where he's getting selected. And so you say, you know what, you, you don't say it often, but I'm going with the best player available at that point. Is the fifth rounder, Deuce, is the fifth rounder where, you, where it's teams not would, would it's be not willing to? It's not a guaranteed position. I mean, a, not a guaranteed start starter on your roster. And so, like, like Mike said, the vision has to be either we can develop him and he can make this squad, or he can specifically come in and contribute at a position. They haven't taken a running back. That's one of the positions that you knew that they want to to be able to say, hey, look, let's let's bring in a guy. But here, here, here comes the issue when you look at it. On their board, do they have anybody that they like at that running back position? So is it best to say we can sign two free agent guys and go get a veteran, or we can go and get the 20th best running back on our board. 
I can go and get, let's take Sam Howell, quarterback, North Carolina. I mean, at one point coming into the last year, he was considered a front runner to be the best quarterback in the in the as in a first the, round draft yeah, quarterback. Yeah, first rounder. He's still on the board uh, late late fourth round. So if he's there, you could see them maybe saying, "Hey, look, this is a guy that maybe can come in and compete for that number three, number four spot on our roster." Uh, and it's going to take some time. We're not looking for him to come in and play right now, but with some development, maybe he can come in and compete. By the way, is this the round that in round five and six where you might take a roll the dice a little bit on, on a medical? Correct. Well, uh, I was going to bring up Correct. Damone Clark. Okay, uh, he was a guy that would have been a second-round pick. He's had the surgery. Uh, he really thinks he's way ahead of schedule. And so he, Damone Clark's going to go pretty quickly here. Somewhere in round five, that's where he's going to go. I just want to say this because he's a Louisiana kid, Zach Tom. Just, uh, went, yep. j- just went to the Green Bay Packers. You know, Zach went to Catholic High School and uh, ended up at Wake Forest. And uh, Saints had his brother for a while. Uh, he stayed uh, a long time here, so yeah. to speak, uh, yeah, with Cam, the Saints. Cam is down in uh, Miami. I yeah, think. sure enough. And so, man, congratulations uh, to, to Zach, who has played left tackle, right tackle, and center at Wake Forest. Uh, Isaiah likely going to pick before Baltimore Ravens. I love the last name. There's so many things you can do with that name as a broadcaster. Isaiah Likely, come on. You have a lot of fun with that. And Calvin Austin, man, we saw him play a lot, Deuce. That's a young man from, I think he's from Memphis. Memphis, Memphis. Memphis. wide receiver. He played, uh, and he went to, I forget exactly what high school in Memphis, but that's where he was in high school. And he goes there as a track athlete. Yeah, he he ran track for two years. And then all of a sudden, man, they put him in the slot, and it was like, wow. That little guy can, can motor. And, I, and his vision is return man, slot receiver. All right, the Ravens are back on the clock. It seems like every time I've looked up man, in the, in how the many back damn end of this picks draft. The Ravens, got? <laughs> right. well, the, the, the Ravens traded back. They traded back. They yeah. traded back, and they picked up a lot of fourth and fifth. And then the compensatory picks also in the third and fourth round, they picked up. I think they ended up with like two or three well, of at them. At least two. Yeah, I think they, they ended up with two or, three, two or three of them as well. Every time I look up, they're on the, they're on the clock. We've got three picks remaining in round four, and then we turn it over into round five. The Baltimore Ravens just turned their pick in. We'll get that to you uh, when it unfolds. So, you guys are okay with round five being a, a risk on medical. What about character? Uh, depends on when it happened. Yeah, for, for me. For, for, for me, from a character standpoint, um, I have to feel good that I have the right guys in the building to be able to control him with his position. You know, because that's who he's going to be around the most. You can say, well, hey, look, uh, uh, he's an offensive lineman, so we've got some veteran guys in the room with him. You, I, I don't see them taking a character player, and they've got a young room. Yep. You know, right. let, let, let's just look at it. If it's a tight end, we, you know, yeah. Not to say that room is young, but I don't know. You don't if have you an have, established vet there. You don't have a a, a a true alpha in that room established in this system uh, that can say, "Hey, look, I got it, coach. This this kid isn't going to be a problem for us." Yeah, and, and the reason why I asked the fifth round, Carl Nix went in the fifth round, yeah. all right? Yeah. Carl Nebraska. had a little incident at mm-hmm. Nebraska. Yeah, but, I mean, you also think Carl played left tackle. They moved him in. T- I mean, Carl played tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They moved him inside the guard because they felt like, you know, foot speed-wise, that's where he could, he could, he could really help. So, oh, he um, helped. <laughs> you, 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 but 
look who they had they had in that room also though. Yep. Look at the guys that they had in Stinchcomb. the room. Stinchcomb. Yeah, you, you you had Stinch, you had Jari was already in there, and I think uh, left Jeff tackle. Fain. Yeah, Jeff was the the, the, the center. I mean, but yeah. you you look in that room, and it's 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 some vets that that they've got some skin on the wall. Yeah, uh, who's the? I think the center was um, Jeff Fain. No, I think it was uh, Goody. When they when they drafted um, no 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 it was it was Fain. it was Fain? Goody 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 hadn't come in yet yeah Goody 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 hadn't come in yet because okay. Goody's was up in the with the Jets with that's Marone right. that's, was right. Up. Marone was that's up. right that's yeah. right he was up there with, and he hadn't come in I think he came in the next year yeah yeah I always like to just see some of these names come off the board in the fifth round sixth round seventh round and see them the next year there's always one or two or a handful that contribute in a major way to their next team in the following season and they last all the way to the fifth round. I mean, there's a lot of talent to be had out there, I guess is what I'm trying to be Yeah, trying another to say. thing, too, is fit. How well he fits your team. Because, you know, that's probably six, seven, maybe eight guys on in every draft class. No matter where they go, production's going to be the same. But for everybody else, it's all about fit. How well you fit in that system. Offensively, defensively, special teams. Uh, I think that's a big part of it. And Sean always brought up about division. Uh, your yep. vision for a player and unique traits, unique skill set, something because they unique. didn't have it for Akeem. They didn't quite have it for Akeem. They, he wasn't in the right spot. As soon as he goes to New England, you see him blow up, and then they didn't want to pay him, so he goes to Chicago, and they really paid him. Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. We will continue here on Draft Fest live from Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup. On orders of thirty-five dollars or more, Dave, oh, you, we're, we're not going to break. Okay, all right, we're going to stay here. Uh, Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, Christian Garrick here, and the Saints uh, getting closer and closer to their selection in the fifth round. And I remember distinctly, Deuce Sean always talking about. We touched on a little bit is he looks for that unique skill set in these kind of rounds. What can what can they do that's unique? Is it whether it's a speed or a strength or or, or something like that, pass coverage. Um, maybe they, they, they're offensive linemen and they really excel uh, at run blocking. So that's the rounds. These are the rounds you start looking for those things. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's really the things that we've touched on. You know, you, you look at from a medical standpoint, you know, maybe a guy that had some issues early on and you feel like that I have a locker room or a position group that can uh, get him straight and he's not going to be an issue. Or you, you, you kind of uh, position – uh, specific where you're not expecting him to come in and have to start and or even have to really contribute from an offensive-defensive standpoint, but he can come in and be one of your core special team guys. Mike, think- we talked about the Ravens, how well they've drafted. They just selected Demarion Williams, cornerback from Houston. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing for sure, when you play at Houston, uh, you in pass coverage 85% <laughs> of the time in practice – and also in games, man, the way they do it. So uh, you get it. That he understands that that part about it. He's going to be a nickel guy uh, when he comes in and see how it evolves. But uh, you know, the other thing too is, Deuce. I'm interested in as this name, image, likeness, and transfer portal things start to emerge. How it affects your evaluation on players, because now. You may have a guy who's a blow-up guy. Okay, he doesn't do much. He transfers, and then all of a sudden, it catches a fire for him. And the evaluation on that is really going to be interesting uh, for the NFL 
with all these guys sort of playing football chess, moving those pieces all across the board. And you may have had a guy see him play as a junior and then all of a sudden as a senior, and it's like a totally different player. Case in point, Jameez Williams. Yeah. Would he have been a top 15 pick if he had stayed at Ohio State? Oh, hell no. No way. He transfers from Ohio State and goes to Alabama. Even with tearing his ACL, Mm -hmm. he's top 15. (laughs) He's top 15 pick. And so I think when you get into that, I don't think that you allow uh, the transfer portal or NIL to affect you as much because I have to go with what my eyes tell me. Now, I know what you did maybe the first two years, but that last year – my eyes told me that you were improved drastically. And so when I talk to that, that young man, I want to know what changed for him. Was it just system? Was it environment? What changed for him uh, to be able to be productive? Because the first two years, I didn't see it. But your junior year, I saw it. And you, you showed me that you could handle, you know, the, and, and be productive uh, on a squad. And so I think it's just really from a scouting standpoint – my eyes don't deceive me, and then just really trying to get to know the player. Jacoby Durant, a quarterback out of South Carolina State, going to the Los Angeles Rams. That is uh, pick 142 overall, 37th in round four. We have one more pick. It's the Titans, and then we're into the fifth, fifth round. Jacoby actually went to South Carolina State. He was a track athlete, uh, and he's developed into a really good cover cornerback there. Now, again, at South Carolina State, you're not playing top receivers. That's me, yeah. That's the me. And man, he uh, he really blew up this year. You could tell uh, his ability to find the ball quicker in flight was was much much better than in the past. And and I think he was helped by a lot of the showcase stuff that they've done for the historical black college players. I think this is why he, he gets picked in round five. Well, I think from a combine standpoint, having the, your, your own combine, and then obviously I'm not sure if he played in the uh, game here locally at Tulane, but if he did, you, you know that the, the coaches were comfortable with him. Deuce McAllister, Mike Dettelier, I'm Christian Garrick. We'll continue with Draft Fest here live at Rouse's Markets on Airline at Labar. Download the Rouse's shopping app and get free curbside pickup on orders $35 or more. Just about in the round five here on Saints Radio WWL. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.